Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host. Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, July 20th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Our Defense Secretary's Repeated Failures Humiliate Our Nation. The public face of our military is Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Incompetent and corrupt best describe him. He is a shameless self-serving political hack, a former four-star general who now goes to work in a suit. Defense Secretary Austin was humiliated on the world stage by the Chinese Communist Party recently. He sought a meeting at an annual security forum in Singapore with his Chinese counterpart, Li Shangfu, China's new defense minister. From the Pentagon, overnight, the PRC, People's Republic of China, informed the U.S. that they have declined our early May invitation for Secretary Austin to meet with the PRC Minister of National Defense, Li Shangfu, in Singapore this week. The Pentagon said in a statement, The Department believes strongly in the importance of maintaining open lines of military-to-military communication between Washington and Beijing to ensure that competition does not veer into conflict. This was not his first and our nation's first snub a humiliation from China in the Biden era. In 2021, Secretary Austin repeatedly requested meetings with his Chinese counterpart and was rebuked. This was reported in May of 2021, less than two months after our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, was humiliated by Chinese China's envoy, Yang Jinhe, in Alaska. From that meeting, the United States does not have the qualifications to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength, Yang said right to Blinken's face. As a final act of self-humiliation in Singapore, Defense Secretary Austin chased down his Chinese counterpart, Li Shang-Fu, for a handshake photo op. This is very reminiscent of puppy dog rubbing up against your leg seeking attention. 
The question that needs to be answered about the public insult to our Secretary of Defense and our nation is why. The explanation is very clear. The Chinese Communist Party has no respect for incompetence and weakness. Vladimir Putin once referred to President Biden as a, quote, career man, unquote. He was essentially saying that Joe Biden is a political operative with no concern for anything except his own personal interests. His business dealings through his family and intermediaries bears this out. China's treatment of our representatives indicates that Ex Jinping would agree with Putin. If Austin stands with Biden, he too must be unworthy of respect. The worst thing Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has done is say he has no regrets over the disastrous August 2021 Afghanistan withdrawal. In many other nations, there would have been a serious repercussions for such a public embarrassing statement. For example, former Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev was forced from office when he perceived to have lost faith for his nation in the Cuban Missile Crisis. Secretary Austin expressed his blind servitude during congressional testimony earlier this year. In March, House Armed Services Subcommittee on Political Personnel Chair Jim Banks, do you have regrets about the withdrawal from Afghanistan? Austin answered, I support the president's decision. Trying again, Banks asked, do you have regrets about the withdrawal or how the withdrawal occurred from Afghanistan that cost the lives of 13 of our servicemen? This time, Austin's answer was straightforward. I don't have any regrets. Banks next wanted to know if anyone in the DOD had faced consequences for a withdrawal he characterized as deadly, botched, and embarrassing. Austin responded by boasting, our troops evacuated 124,000 people off that airfield. Banks again tried to get a responsive answer. Has anyone been held accountable? If a Navy captain grounded a ship, what happens immediately? Austin reluctantly, reluctantly acknowledged the second question, not the first. Typically, that captain is removed. Closing in, Banks asked, Has anyone been held accountable for what happened in Afghanistan? And then the truth came out. To my knowledge, no. Austin's boasting aside, the Afghanistan withdrawal was a complete failure. Thirteen American servicemen died unnecessarily. An estimated $80 billion of usable military weaponry was left behind for our enemies. There was no success. Whatever number of people were safely evacuated was a result of our enemy letting us leave. And why wouldn't they?
After all, it was in their best interest to have us go, especially in such a humiliating way. The truth is that thousands of Americans and our allies were left behind, abandoned by the Biden administration. In fact, Americans organized rescue operations when our government refused to go after those left behind. Can you imagine anything more disgraceful? But the former military leader and our current Secretary of Defense stands with his president. What's even worse was that the disaster was predictable and predicted. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Representative Michael McCall wants to have made public a dissent cable from 23 American embassy employees arguing for a more realistic plan of withdrawal. McCall argues for its declassification because it doesn't reveal secrets but only confirms how corrupt and incompetent the Biden and his military leadership are. The word corruption is justified here because the lives of American servicemen were deliberately sacrificed for political purposes. In September of 2021, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Miley and U.S. Central Commander Leader General Kenneth McKenzie testified under oath that contrary to Biden's claims, they recommended against Joe Biden's withdrawal timeline and warned, uh, warned of the impending collapse of the Afghan government. Defense Secretary Austin was in this loop of discussion. Again, sworn testimony from America's highest military leadership holds that we could and should have avoided the loss of life and weaponry. Miley's self-serving testimony might be a bit suspect. In July of 2021, shortly before the withdrawal and while in Austin's presence, Miley assured reporters that despite the narrative that the Taliban are winning, the Afghan security forces have the capacity to sufficiently fight and defend their country. Our highest military officials lie with impunity. Why shouldn't they? Who is going to call them out? There is one more point made concerning Austin. Many will recall President Obama's infamous declaration that the terrorist organization ISIS was not a serious threat. In 2014, he likened them to a JV team, junior varsity. Shortly afterward, ISIS proved him shockingly wrong. The basis of his colossal error in judgment was counsel from then General Lloyd Austin. Secretary Austin is as much of a failure as General Austin. This gross error in judgment as it relates to ISIS should have been enough to disqualify him from consideration as Secretary of Defense. Obviously, it was not. On the last Friday in June, the Biden administration re released a report fingering the real culprit responsible for the Afghan disaster, 
It was Donald Trump all along. If I had a child of military age, the last thing I would want him to do is join a military overseen by Lloyd Austin. Would you? People die in war. We all understand that. But we want our military leaders to be damn cheap, not so extravagant at throwing our soldiers' lives away. Yet the geniuses at the Pentagon cannot figure out why recruitment is down. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all the sun's command, with glowing hearts we see. If you're looking for a fight, You'll find it with Canada's premier voice in white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio, only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's jump into some news uh, here. Let's talk about other ways that our nation uh, is we humiliate ourselves. Uh, you know, it's not just a defense. Well, and yeah, I'm surprised they didn't mention in that commentary uh, homosexuals in the military. Uh, I think a lot of that is another reason why they can't find recruitments. Uh, you know, uh, a man doesn't want to be uh, stuck in a foxhole somewhere or, you know, in a life and death situation and you've got some uh, homosexual painting his toenails, uh, you know, while there's a war going on. Let's get real. Uh, you know, uh, real men don't want to associate with that, plain and simple. And now other ways, uh, we as Americans humiliate 
our uh, nation. And I say we because we have allowed this, or many have allowed it. Uh, I do my part in trying to stop it, but more people have to jump on the bandwagon to stop it. Uh, uh, I'm not a a one-person force here. Let's face it, I can't carry the nation. But together, we can uh, overcome what's the, the things that are happening in America. And guess what? You don't have to pick up a weapon. We, we don't have to do this on the battlefield. Not yet. There's still time to change, uh, uh, turn things around. And I hear a lot of people saying, uh, we, you're not going to do anything political. We have to have a civil war. Uh, we have to overtake the government. No, we don't. No, we don't. If we take the steps that need done, the government would, uh, 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 well, implode is what it would do because they wouldn't have their, uh, the leftists wouldn't have their tactics to play. And play, they play the tact, uh, the, the agendas all originate from Jews and our government plays right into it. Uh, this article here comes from the Christian Post. And the headline is, Maybelline sparks boycott calls over ad featuring bearded man applying lipstick. I watched the video. It's a guy with a full beard and a mustache putting lipstick on. Now, this is Maybelline. This is supposed to be a women's uh, cosmetic uh, company. And now they have dudes on there to advertise lipstick. You know how we allowed this? Too many people kept their mouth shut and didn't uh, uh, question, we'll say, these companies as to who they think they're targeting for their products. Transgenders account for half a percent of the population in America. Half a percent. Now, homosexuals, uh, they account for 7%. I'm just talking transgender. A half a percent. Now, here you have Maybelline trying to target a half a percent of America's population. You know, you got to ask yourself why. Uh, you know, I think many of these places thought it was cool, uh, just like Bud Light. Uh, Bud Light doesn't think it's so cool anymore, and uh, they can't rebound. Uh, see, uh, Anheuser-Busch needs shut down in America. We can do that. Quit buying the products. There's a majority of people, like-minded to myself, that maybe drink Anheuser-Busch products. Stop doing that. Uh, it's not some magical beer. There are many other beers that you could choose from. And, you know, what I find disgusting is Bud Light was uh, number one, number one beer in America. After uh, the boycott, they dropped. But the number one beer now in America is Modelo, a Mexican beer. 
seriously? A Mexican beer took over the top spot in a white Christian country. Unbelievable. Who did that? People that, that drink Modelo. Um, I'm, there's probably a lot of white people down there chugging a Modelo right now. Don't do that. The same with uh, this uh, uh, Maybelline. Ladies out there, don't buy Maybelline products. If enough women stop buying Maybelline products and bankrupt these people, guess what? Poof, they're gone and didn't have to raise one finger. Not one finger. For each business that uh, goes woke and promotes miscegenation and homosexuality, little by little, as they are uh, made bankrupt in, in America, that's less strings for the government to pull to push the homosexual agenda for the Jews. You seeing the big picture here, how we can make change? And not lift a finger. Not lift a finger. Quit buying these companies' products. Uh, ladies out there, I'm sure you can find other uh, cosmetics than Maybelline. There's a ton out there. Be careful what you buy, though. Because, well, I'm going to get to this. Um, let's read a little bit of this article. A prominent cosmetic base faces. What? A prominent cosmetic brand faces new calls for a boycott from conservative influencers after publishing a video featuring a man applying lipstick. Maybelline released an ad last week featuring a 30-second video of a bearded man applying lipstick. Posted on its Instagram account, the ad features beauty influencer Ryan Vita discussing the makeup company's Amazon Prime Day deals. Vita, whose Instagram profile describes himself as not like any other beauty gurus, and uses the pronouns she, he, they. Somebody explain to me just exactly what in the hell that is supposed to mean. To go by the pronouns, she, he, they. What, what, what does that mean? I have no idea what that means. And guess what? I've seen uh, uh, news articles too that uh, there are some places that are going to criminalize using the wrong pronouns for someone. Now, how are we supposed to know uh, what mental mental defect they have for that day? We got to figure out how. Listen, how? Why? More or less? Why do we have to cater to these mentally ill people? Uh, is this one flew over the cuckoo's nest? I don't get it. Uh, I'm not getting any further into that article, but I have a lot of people email me and uh, 
uh, well, they email the uh, Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, and they'll ask how they can help. They don't want to join, uh, but they they ask how they can help the cause. Now, I, I get it. Some people, um, I don't know if you're afraid uh, to join. I mean, you can join anonymously. Uh, so, well, anyhow, people will ask, what can I do for the cause right now? What, what, what can I do to help? Here's your answer. Here's Maybelline promoting uh, lipstick, be, uh, uh, a man promoting lipstick as he applies it. I saw the video. Uh, it's disgusting. Here's how you help. Now, this took about, uh, I don't know, a minute. To find out Maybelline, I was looking up uh, Maybelline for an email address, and all they had was uh, the one that's like on a site, and they wanted your uh, life history, your address, phone number, and all that uh, kind of stuff for an email. Uh, you know, stuff that's none of their damn business. You know, probably Maybelline uses that because if somebody sends in a negative uh, 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 email, you know, that's like, why do you have a homo uh, wearing lipstick, a man uh, putting lipstick on? You know, then they got your address and your phone number. Guess where that probably goes? Straight to the feds. Yeah, that's where it goes, straight to the feds. And then you're put on a watch list. Whether you know it or not, you're put on a watch list. Don't ever fill out those types of emails to uh, confront, we'll say, a company. So I, I looked uh, just a little bit further, and I found out that Maybelline is owned by L'Oreal, another uh uh, feminine product place, L'Oreal. Guess what? I found an email address for L'Oreal where you don't have to do it right there online. Uh, 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 you can send it, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, how to say it, without your uh, email being followed back to you. Uh, the greatest, well, so far, and, you know, maybe there are better ones, there are better ones. Uh, contact the show here and let me know. But I use Proton uh, Mail, and I believe it, it's uh, Proton that their uh, computer banks or whatever are in Switzerland in a mountain. And in Switzerland, if the feds call Switzerland asking for information, they don't have any information because. Uh, Proton Mail doesn't save anything you do or any email that you send. They don't save it. They don't even see it. So, you know, then, uh, there uh, with Proton Mail, you're a little safer of not being put on a watch list. Uh, you know, I'm saying watch list. Now, uh, the SPLC, you don't have to do anything, much of anything, to be put on their uh, hate list, uh, their watch list. Uh, 
So, you know, even a, uh, uh, even an email that's totally not intimidating, no racial slurs, no cuss words in it, uh, but you don't like that Maybelline is using a male to put on lipstick. That would get you put on a, uh, 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 a hate watch, probably. So with your Proton Mail, they can't follow you back. But listen, I'm not saying uh, use Proton Mail to send intimidating emails. That's not what I'm saying. I don't uh, uh, promote that whatsoever. I don't do it. But it's just nice knowing if I send an email, the only person that's seeing it is the person I send it to. That's why I use it. And for such cases like this, because it wouldn't have to say much. And uh, L'Oreal would uh, uh, slap a hate crime, uh, hate speech type tag to you. Uh, then you're done. So when I tell you to email these places, uh, present yourself as intelligent, uh, as businesslike, uh, as fluent, that you know what's going on in America, but uh, be civilized about the email. Now, write this down. Here is the email address for L'Oreal. And in, like maybe in parentheses, put Maybelline, because that's who owns Maybelline, L'Oreal. Their email address is media at L'Oreal, that's L-O-R-E-A-L dot com. Media at L'Oreal dot com. Now, there's no slash mark in it like, uh, uh, like the... Uh, the brand name when it's on something, it's the L and that uh, slash, and I think there's something over the E. This isn't a part of the me uh, email address. It's just the letters. So again, media at L'Oreal.com. L'Oreal in there is lowercase. L-O-R-E-A-L. Lowercase. And what you can do is ask them uh, who are you trying to uh, target with this ad, with men? Uh, uh, tell them, look, I am a female, and uh, uh, this kind of uh, intimidates me. And then just tell them, I don't intend to use, now listen, you don't even have to use Maybelline. But you know, tell them uh, that you have used Maybelline for years, and, uh, you know, if it's going to promote such things as... Uh, uh, homosexuality, which is a sin in the Bible, you can no longer take part in buying uh, their products. There, plain and simple, intelligently said, no slurs, no cuss words, and then you can even sign off as a uh, uh, a used-to-be Maybelline user. Just put best regards an X Maybelline user. And send that to them. If enough women get together, and you know what, guys, uh, you can do this too. Uh, I'm not just uh, uh, targeting uh, women to do this. Uh, I see the uh, 
statistics and stuff for the show. Uh, now I only see what uh, is on Spotify, and uh, uh, not many women listen to the show. Now I don't know how many may listen on uh, right here on White Pride Radio, uh, but it's just a minute. I think like two or three percent. Uh, are female on Spotify that listen to the show. So guys, you can do this too. Because, you know, nowhere in the uh, email do you have to say you're a guy. And, and like I said, and Proton Mail, uh, Proton emails right in the Google Play Store. Uh, so get it and download it. Uh, because, you know, what I just said to write as an example, would be enough for L'Oreal to ship your email information to the feds. Do you think? Do you actually think that uh, uh, you you wouldn't be falsely arrested or falsely imprisoned for something that you didn't do? If you think that, look at the uh, January sixth political prisoners. Think about that. So, I mean, when you do send emails like that to these uh, corporations, use your head. And this is the perfect way for someone that doesn't want to join an organization to help. How hard is it? Like I said, it took me two minutes tops to find uh, Maybelline. And who owned Maybelline and write down their email. That's all it took. So, uh, and, you know, I don't know, uh, a lot of people, I don't know, maybe they ask what they can do, but, uh, you know, uh, they want to do something with no effort. You know, there's, uh, uh some people like that. Uh, well, what can I do? Well, you know, here, uh, start emailing these, uh, woke companies. And, you know, some people would say, well, well, I, did, I, did, well, I didn't want to do anything that took up all my time. That's uh, no excuse. No excuse. Hell, it took, took me a couple of minutes to get that. A couple of minutes to write the email. And I, you did something then. So, uh, and you know, there's so many uh, woke companies. Spend one of your days off looking up these uh, woke companies and get their email addresses and shoot them an email. Be polite. No racial slurs, no talks of violence, uh, no cuss words. And this is how you can help. So there, uh, there you go. There's a way to help. Oh, let's see. Now we're going to, uh, uh, that, uh, I said we were going to get into some things, uh, how we as Americans uh, humiliate our country. Uh, that's one way of allowing this, you know, uh, uh, just what Maybelline's doing. Send an email. If your wife or if there's ladies listening, stop using Maybelline. Guys, if your wife uses Maybelline makeup, 
tell her to stop immediately. Uh, spread this far and wide. You know, uh, that's how we'll make change. Oh, let's see. Here's another way we're humiliated. It, you know, this gets me. Because if you think other countries uh, aren't watching everything that happens in America, uh, here we go. Uh, this article comes from And Landscape, or no, Andscape, A-N-D-S-C-A-P-E, Andscape. The headline to this is, New York City agrees to pay $13 million to 2020 racial injustice protesters in historic class action. You know, here's black people that caused billions of dollars in damage. They're being awarded $13 million for destroying America. We had a mostly peaceful protest on January 6th at the Capitol, and these people are, they're, some of them are doing some hard time. Uh, they're being sentenced to uh, uh, harsh and long sentences. Oh, let's see. I lost my place. Okay, here we go. Uh, and this is what I mean. Uh, the whole world sees this as well. Uh, New York City has agreed to pay more than $13 million rights level. Uh, what? $13 million civil rights lawsuit brought, brought on behalf of roughly 1,300 people who were arrested or beaten by police during racial injustice demonstrations that swept through the city during the summer of 2020. An injustice demonstration. How is this, uh, and you know, this is false, but if it were true, let's theoretically say it was true, if police were targeting blacks, as they claim they are. Now, sure, I'm sure there's a few bad cops, okay, but I'm going to give you a statistic here in a minute. Suppose the cops did treat blacks differently or treat them worse. What does burning a city have to do with that? What does looting stores empty have to do with that? What does murdering each other have to do with that? Because that's what we saw. They call this an injustice demonstration. These people are so uh, low aptitude that they're dangerous. They're actually dangerous. And they're only dangerous, though, because they're the government lets them do this. You know, if it was up to we, the people, uh, things would be totally different. Totally different. Uh, 
the, the injustice demonstrations. Now, the statistic. There are, and this isn't just for a month or a day or a week or one year. I think this went back to 2016. Every single year, up until so far this year, from 2016 on, there have been more white people killed by law enforcement than black. And by a pretty good margin, too. So the whole idea that these cops are going out and targeting white people is a myth. Like I said, sure, uh, there are some bad cops, I'm sure. But, you know, think about it again. Okay, so suppose you're a cop, and uh, you're, you're a cop in a big city. And uh, every day you have to deal with... Uh, Low IQ black people, day in and day out, day in, day out. And then you get called out onto a call where you have one, uh, a black person acting out, uh, not following commands, trying to take your case or trying to get your sidearm. Can you blame the cop for putting an end to it? You know, white people, this is why you don't see white people protesting uh, murder by, by cops. And there's more, remember, there's more white people killed than black by law enforcement. You know why you don't see us uh, out in the streets? Well, could you imagine if we went out in the streets and started burning cities and looting stores? <laughs> Do that as a white person see, to see what in the hell happens to you. They're going to go as good as the blacks. Uh, the government uh, encouraged it, and they still do. So, you know, black people have put themselves in their own positions. Uh, I don't know how to put it. You know, a lot of people just don't like black people. And that's cool. I don't. And the reason I don't is we got 13% of our population committing over 30% of our crimes. And, you know, plus that uh, shitty attitude that they have, like we owe them something. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's pretty hard to like a group of people like that. And listen, it's not about color. It's about crimes. It's about attitudes, and it's about ungratefulness. If there was a purple race, and they committed over half of our crimes and was 13%, guess what? I wouldn't like purple people. So you can really say it's not about the color, because it could be any uh, other race. But the shoe fits here for the black race. And I blame a lot of that on uh, the low IQs within the black race. Uh, but anyhow, I, I don't really need to go any further in that article either. Uh, let's see how much. Uh, 1,300 people. Oh, 
are being awarded. I don't know if that's 13 million a piece or 13 million total. Uh, but there are black people being rewarded for destroying American cities, looting stores, and killing people. What? And this is government promoted. You know, I'll say a lot of times to somebody, you know, uh, well, it's the government that we have the crime that we do and, uh, uh, you know, uh, things like that. And they'll say, well, what does the government have to do? Uh, how, what, what makes you think they pull the strings for all this crime? All you got to do is look at the uh, DAs that uh, go soft on blacks. Soft on crime for black people. When the government ain't putting a stop to that, they're in on it. They're in on it. This is government-controlled anarchy is what we're seeing. Just like the stuff uh, on the subways in New York City. All government-controlled anarchy. And I say government controlled because the government doesn't try to control the crime rates. They're all for the criminals. So, you know, if that's not government controlled anarchy, what else would you call it? And a lot of that is because there's, uh, in most places, well, Democrat and uh, black leaders, black mayors, uh, and so forth. This is where this you see the biggest crime spikes and where they're being as soft as they can on uh, black people because black people don't want to admit, like say a mayor, they don't want to admit that their people are savages. Plain and simple. You know, they don't want black people having the label of being criminals. But they are. Not all, but they are. 50%, well, I think it's 56% of our crime. So it's safe to say black people are criminals, wouldn't you say? 13% of our population commits 56% of our crime. Uh, so, yeah I, yeah, I think you could label that as a characteristic to black people, criminals. And these black-run and democratic-run and black-democrat-run places, they don't want people, and, and, you know, it's almost like children. Like, they think if they close their eyes, we don't see them. You know? Uh, it, it's unbelievable. But this is why our uh, forefathers intended our government to be all white. All white. Uh uh, black people or non-whites were to not hold office of any kind. I wouldn't care if it was a town borough council was to be all white because this is a white Christian country. When you put blacks in charge, guess what? They're going to be easy on their own people. This is a reason or another uh, humiliation to our nation that these that our enemies see. Uh, yeah. uh, to go right along with that one. Let's see. Hang on here a second. Okay. 
Here's another humiliation. And don't think that other countries don't see this. Uh, this comes from Fox News. The headline is, New York City Department of Health pushes reparations to eliminate black-white wealth gap. Yeah, uh, so, you know, uh, uh, just give black people money to be equal to hard-working white people. Seriously? You know, if you can't graduate, and there are white people that I know didn't graduate high school, uh, and they're far from dumb. You know, a lot of people that don't graduate school, they do have street smarts. Uh, I myself, I graduated, but I also have some street smarts too. But if you can't graduate high school, then you don't deserve to go to college. Seriously. Imagine the students, the white students that studied. And, you know, we called them preppies when I went to school. Because you'd say, hey, you want to go do this or go do that? No, I have homework to do. And, uh, you know, well, okay then. You're lost. But the preppies, or, or the, the uh, college students that are what I would call preppies, that actually went to college to get an education, uh, you know, they sit around in the dorm studying to do their best, to go out and, and, and secure a good job. And then here comes Toby, dumb as a pencil eraser, and because he's black and stupid, he would get the job before the white uh, uh, kid would uh, uh, get the job, the good-paying job. So there you take intelligence, throw it right out the window, and uh, put dumbasses into prominent places. That ain't going to help the, the wealth gap. That's what's destroying America. Look around. Look, just look within our government. How many homosexuals we have in our government? How many non-whites, from Muslims to blacks to uh, uh, Mexicans, in our government? This is another way that our country uh, is being humiliated by. Do you think these other countries don't see it? Here we are, supposed to be a superpower. And uh, we're going to give dumbasses money to be equal to the intelligent. How's that going to work? How's that going to work? Uh, is it going to stop black-on-black -black crime? No. Is it going to stop blacks from being criminals? No. And, you know, there, there are people that will say, well, you know, maybe if Toby had money and didn't have to struggle so hard, he's still ghetto. He's still ghetto. Look at NFL football players, NBA basketball players, majority black, making millions of dollars, and you still see them get arrested for drug sa uh, sales, rape, all kinds of things, sex trafficking, and they're making millions. 
see, this is what happens when you give dumbasses a lot of money. They're still dumbasses. They still have their characteristics. Only now we're giving them money. I can imagine. You know, uh, countries probably just sit back uh, and laugh for the amount of non-whites and homosexuals we have in our government. You know, these people are supposed to be uh, working for the people. And the only people they work for are non-whites and homosexuals. Think about it. North Korea sees it. China sees it. And they laugh. Uh, now, I'm not even going to get into that article because we know, uh, and I've talked about this many times on the show, what they mean by the black-white uh, wealth gap and how they intend to fix it. They bring uh, white people down a notch and push black people up to where they, they, they can't handle. You know, uh, and I've said this on this show before, you black people wouldn't be able to handle equality. How about, you know, uh, they want equality. How about let's slap some of their asses in prison for the 2020 riots, just like the January 6th political prisoners are doing time for a mostly peaceful protest. How about that? There's your equality. How about you want equality? How about we take professional sports? You want equality? Okay. One-third has to be white. One-third has to be black. And one-third other assorted non-white people. Once blacks hit the 33.3% uh, uh, on a football team, that's it. No more blacks allowed. How about that for equality? Imagine that. How about we make blacks work for what they get, tax them to death, and take their taxes and give them to a different race? How about that? There's your equality. No white people that are down on their luck in America, they can't get anything. Uh, there was just a, uh, a homeless vet. He was holding a sign that said, God bless, um, God bless homeless veterans. He was arrested. Now he's suing, but he was arrested for holding that sign. God bless homeless veterans. And we got these scumbag bastards coming across the southern border. What are we doing? Putting them up in five-star hotels that they trash and destroy. Kids in their rooms, drunk, around drugs and firearms. These are the people living in the five-star hotels, and people that fought for our country are on the streets. Being arrested for asking for help. Unbelievable. Oh, let's see. I don't even have to go any further on that one. I'll tell you what. Some of this stuff uh, uh, really irritates me. It irritates me to no end. How about this one? 
know, you would think teachers would, you know, have to be held uh, to a higher standard. You know, teachers have to go to college to become teachers. Uh, they work their butts off to become teachers. And if you're too dumb to become a teacher, that's nobody's fault. Uh, let me find this here. Okay, get this. This article comes from the Daily Caller. The headline is, What? Black man in New York City gets more than $2 million after failing racist teacher's test over and over again. Here we have a low IQ black. You know, he decides he wants to be a teacher, but he doesn't have what it takes to be a teacher. So let's call the test racist, giving $2 million and he can be on his way. Now he doesn't have to work. Now he doesn't have to work. Imagine that. White people in America busting our asses 40, 60, 80 hours a week. And you have a dumbass black person that can't pass a test to be a teacher. And just because he's stupid, let's give him $2 million. Now he's going to sit on his ass the rest of, the, the rest of his life. Uh, article here, This World Man, that is the first sentence. Uh, Herman Grimm is a 64-year-old black man from Queens in New York City. And he also happens to be rich after scoring $2 million from the city after he failed a mandatory teacher's test over and over again, a test that the court determined was racist. Uh, hang on one second here, folks. Okay, I'm back. I apologize for that. Uh, I had to get a <clears throat> a drink there. Uh, I'm getting hoarse. I'm losing my voice. Uh, let's see. Around 5,200 black and Hispanic teachers, bring teachers, who took the test during a 30-year span received over $1.8 billion in judgments and their federal discrimination lawsuit, according to Fox News. As of Friday, 220 people who failed the liberal arts sciences test used for teachers' licensing from 1994 to 2014 had already been notified they're getting settlements of at least $1 million, according to analysis from Manhattan Federal Court Records. The post reads, Court rulings found the exam violated civil rights laws, allowing far more white candidates to pass. Uh, maybe the white candidates passed because they were smarter? Did you ever think of that? And, you know, uh, you have these bleeding hearts that pity these people for being stupid. Listen, you're not going to educate them. 
I don't care how long you send them to school. You can give them millions of dollars. Let them go out and play sports, things they love. Go out and play a game, make millions of dollars. They're still ghetto. They're still ghetto. It doesn't matter what white people do. We are not going to civilize black people. Ever. That's that's the facts. Look. Now, what does our country do? Oh, okay. Uh, this uh, uh, this black teacher, he failed to test over and over and over. Let's say it was racist and give him some money. Now, listen. If he failed over and over and over, he apparently didn't know the answers to stuff. Uh, I, I'm going to get into this a little further. I hope they uh, uh, say why they claim this was racist. Uh, because Grimm failed to test so many times, he ended up getting the biggest payout of all of them all: two million fifty-five thousand three hundred and eighty-three dollars. Uh, this kind of stuff just grinds your gears, boy, doesn't it? Uh, most of us have to work and work hard in order to get everything that we need and want, as we should. But while you're doing that hard work and trying to do things the right way, you see people getting these easy payouts because of woke nonsense. Nothing against Mr. Grimm, but to quote President, President Biden, come on, man. Nah, let's just take free money because of an apparently racist test. How ridiculous. Okay, and in there it didn't say what made this test racist. I would say that this test involved teaching students white things because this is a white country. Yeah, we'll put it this way. If you're too stupid to pass the test to be a teacher in America, to where you're expected to teach white things, this is our country, and you can't pass the test, maybe go try to be a, uh, a teacher in Africa. Why don't you do that? You know, you go to Africa and take a test to be a teacher, you'd probably look like an Einstein. But don't, don't and we should not have to lower our standards. And for God's sakes, pay them. This is our tax dollars, people. Tax dollars. Good God. Let's see. Okay. Uh, you know, here in America, we've eradicated uh, a lot of diseases. And, you know, we're proud of that. You know, we try to keep our, uh, our people healthy. Get this. This comes from the Washington Times. The headline is, Illegal immigrant kids with tuberculosis infections released into 44 states. Yeah, how do you like that? These little bastards... Infected with tuberculosis and released into 44 states. Here again, 
you would probably have bleeding hearts. Well, that's so sad. They're sick. They need help. Uh, maybe they should get the help elsewhere and then maybe come to the border. I still wouldn't want them here. But here we have bringing uh, a disease back. And I forget where that was uh, maybe a year ago. Uh, these uh, immigrants, I forget what uh, country it was, but it was in West Virginia or Virginia somewhere. And I can't remember what the disease was, uh, but it was one that we had eradicated long ago. And it was spreading in, in that state because of these crusty dirt balls. In my opinion, these people should be tested from head to toe for anything. And if they have diseases, toss them the hell back over the line. Toss them back over the border. Plain and simple. Kids included. You know, uh, it's bad enough that our tax dollars are going to be feeding these little bastards. We got to feed them. Now we got to uh, uh, cure their health while they're spreading diseases here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. They should not be allowed in. None of them, in my opinion, uh, we'll straighten this out first, none of them should be allowed in. Uh, in my opinion, America should only accept White Europeans. You look at white countries, civilized, uh, mostly uh, uh, law-abiding. Now, you know, you're going to look at white countries now and uh, their crimes up, but guess what? All of our white brothers and sisters in their own white countries are being invaded the same way we are. Yeah. How many times have you ever heard of white people invading another country? Okay, I don't even have to get into that article. You know, a lot of these here this evening are self-explanatory. Oh, let's see. Here, another, uh, back, back to shameful. Uh, this article comes from the New York Post. Headline, Steve Harvey horrified as drag queen celebrity family feud guest pulls banana from hair. Says, I was just happy to see you. Yeah, on Family Feud, an American game show that has been around uh, for for many years. Here we have queers on a show just for the queers. You know, uh, Steve Harvey. But here we go, a black person. What Steve Harvey should have said is, you know what? If you're putting queers on the show, count me out. Find a new host. crazy. You think other countries don't see this? They see everything. They are watching everything. And, and I still don't understand why people use TikTok. 
TikTok is from the Chinese Communist Party. They've admitted to stealing information about people. And I still, on social media, I'll see something where somebody shared from TikTok. Good grief. This is, there's no wonder we're in the shape we are. It's like some people, they just don't care. If TikTok makes them happy, the Chinese could be uh, spying and uh, watching them in their homes. But they like TikTok so much, they don't care. They're going to keep their TikTok. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, here. I hope there's, uh, uh, well, yeah, I don't care if homos listen to the show or not, so I hope there is some homos listening. You know, you think God changed his mind, and you think the Bible uh, was made up, uh, that these events never happened. Guess what? This comes from the news source beliefnet.com. The headline, archaeologists claims to have uncovered the ancient cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, let's see here. Dr. Stephen Collins, archaeologist and dean of the College of Archaeology at Trinity Southwest University, recently appeared on the Roseburg Report to discuss his decades-long uncovering of what he believes to be the ancient cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Collins is not the first archaeologist to take on such an endeavor. In 1924, archaeologist William F. Albright searched the southeastern region near the Dead Sea, but was unsuccessful in finding anything, concluding the waters had risen to cover up city remains. Collins, however, deviated from Albright's assumption that the cities would have been near the Dead Sea and used the Bible to help him locate them. Uh, he said there's so much specific information about the location of these cities that you would practically have to be blind and illiterate not to be able to find the location of Sodom because there are at least 25 known pieces of geography that you can triangulate between to take you to the city of Sodom. It's not difficult, Collins said. Using information from Genesis 13, Collins began his expedition in 2001 around the Jordan River Valley, a region eight miles north of the Dead Sea. The proper question to ask in, in the location of Sodom is, where was Lot standing when he lifted up his eyes and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan was well watered? It was Bethel at Ai, said Collins. Uh, with the permission and supervision of the Jordanian government, Collins began excavation in a region called Tal El Hammam. Hammam. There, Collins uncovered a series of cities, including the largest Bronze Age city in the region. The site is believed to date back from 3500 to 1540 BC. The archaeologists uncovered melted items on the site and evidence of a severe fire. 
It appeared that life had suddenly stopped in the city around the Middle Bronze Age, and the city remained uninhabited for 700 years. Uh, one study of the region concluded that the destruction of the city could be the result of a comet, cosmic airburst or crater forming cosmic impact. Even more remarkable, the study compared the destruction to that of the first atomic bomb test. Even though an atomic bomb blast was not applicable because history, history, historical absence of atomic explosions in the area. An atomic blast produced a widespread of melt products and are morphologically indistinguishable from the melted material found at Tall M. Hamam, the study noted. Uh, let's see. Uh, these included shocked quartz, melted and deteriorated zikron grains, uh, gobules of melted material, melt glass containing large vesicles lined with FE-rich crystals, likely deposited by vapor deposition, spherules embedded in a melt glass matrix. Genesis 19 details the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah with two angels appearing to save Lot, the nephew of Abraham, from God's wrath upon the city. The destruction has been the theologically understood to be due to the city's rampant homosexuality. Genesis 19, 24-25 states that the Lord reigned upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. Uh, now this guy says this situation sounds uh, much like cosmic air bursts that Collins concluded. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, he's saying a comic air burst. You know, uh, who's to say, and in my opinion, it was fire and brimstone. They found Sodom. They found all the melted debris there. And everybody was gone. There was no trace of anyone ever being there. Humans, I'm saying. No, no human remains. Sounds like fire and brimstone to me. How about you? Uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, maybe a cosmic air burst is fire and brimstone. You know, I've never heard of that, and I don't know where it ever happened before, uh, but apparently it has. But doesn't it make more sense because the Bible tells us, you know, uh, people thought that Sodom and Gomorrah uh, were, uh, you know, uh, fairy tales cities. Uh, you know, that they didn't really exist. Well, here, they found Sodom. And I believe the guy did, too. They found Sodom. You know, God may have allowed this guy to find Sodom to show people proof of what he did because of the homosexuality. Maybe that's a sign to here in America to all these homosexuals that don't believe, don't believe Sodom existed, and they think that God changed his mind. 
Maybe this is a sign to them to, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm watching, and I'm waiting to destroy you. Plain and simple. That makes more sense, doesn't it? does to me. Okay, let me look here. Um, uh, okay, uh, I'm going to end the show. I have one more article uh, that I want to do. And I'm trying to find it. Okay, here it is. Uh, how many of you guys now, uh, I can't stand, I despise, uh, well, wait, I, I, before I get to that, I have this uh, uh, written down here. I wanted to bring this up on the show. Uh, I saw an article or a, a video uh, on VK, and uh, it, it was a video of, uh, in the Congo. And in the Congo, black adults sell little kids at market in a bag. I'm not kidding. Uh, these <laughs> black kids... Uh, we're in a bag. The bag was tied shut. And as the uh, black guy that was selling these children, he would go around uh, to the bags and open them up. Now, the, the kids didn't jump out of them. They pulled the bag down so the people could see the kid. And the kid actually stayed hunched uh, the way he was in the bag. And uh, uh, they sell them. Uh, you know, uh, the first thing that popped into my head, I find that hilarious, number one. But I wonder if that's the Congo's version of uh, uh, back in the olden days. Uh, now, this goes back further than me, but, you know, you could go into the general store and buy bags of black licorice. This <laughs> is kind of what that reminded me of, uh, uh, these little uh, rugrat thugs being sold by the bag. And the one bag, by the way, had two uh, black kids in it. Uh, that's like getting two wrappers in a Reese's peanut butter cup. You know, uh, have you ever heard that, that that's supposed to be uh, a sign of good luck? You know, uh, anybody that eats Reese's, sometimes you'll get one with a double wrapper. Uh, I've gotten one already that had five or six wrappers in it. But anyhow, that's supposed to be good luck. So uh, this bag that had two little black kids in it, I guess, is a... Uh, a bonus. Now, back to where, uh, back to this article that I'm ending with. Uh, I don't know how many country and western uh, uh, mus uh, music fans there are uh, that listen to the show. Uh, I, I despise country music. I loathe uh, country music. I can't stand it. Uh, but I know many people, you know, do listen to country music. Uh, has anyone heard about the song Jason Aldean? Uh, he just made a video of it, of uh, Try That in a Small Town. Now, I didn't like Jason Aldean uh, for one reason. Uh, a few years back when he had that shooting in Las Vegas, uh, he was on stage when the, the, the shooting started. 
And, uh, you know, people were scattering all over the place. And he took off running like a little girl back to his bus and hid on his bus. And, you know, I thought to myself, I wonder how many women and children he stepped on to get back on his bus, you know, instead of stopping and helping uh, his white brothers and sisters that were fallen. You know, big, tough uh, country and western star. You know, uh, uh, the, the big talk, the roughness and uh, stuff like that. And then, you know, do something like that. So I, I lost respect for him just for that reason. Uh, and I, I didn't like his music at all before either. Uh, I just don't like country. But here, here is a uh, – uh, how do I want to put it here? Here's an exception. Uh, this article comes from AP News, uh, Associated Press. The headline is, Jason Aldean's new music video was filmed at a lynching site. A big country music network pulled it. Uh, country music television uh, pulled uh, this video. Uh, I found it uh, really ironic that it was done at a uh, uh, former lynching spot. You know, uh, in my mind, I have to say that uh, uh, there's some kind of innuendo there. Uh, the video uh, to this uh, song, and the lyrics are great. The lyrics are great. Uh, I can actually say that I like this song. I like it that much I thought about using it for the intro to the show. Uh, this video... Uh, to the song as he's singing, Try That in a Small Town. It is showing uh, the rioting, uh, the things, uh, a disrespect, uh, a, a woman spitting in the face of a police officer during the riots. Uh, it, it just uh, hits home. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, watching the video, uh, I almost teared up a little bit. And I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding at all. It, it is that uh, uh, that emotional, that uh, uh, that that strong of uh, white pride, the strength of white pride, and you know, it it just uh, I don't know uh, made me about half emotional. Uh, the article here, country music star Jason Aldean's latest music video for Try That in a Small Town lasted just one week on country music television before the network pulled it in response to an outcry over historically charged references. Yeah. Uh, and what he's saying is, and this message I take, because of where uh, uh, he, he shot this at a, a spot of a lynching and uh, showing the riots of 2020 and saying, try this in a small town. This was focused right at black people. I have no doubt of that. And you know what? Good. Good. Uh, Jason Aldean sees uh, what's happening in America. And through his uh, uh, innuendo, there was uh, where it was recorded and uh, showing the riots. The, uh, it, it, I, 
it's almost like uh, I can watch this and you can see the picture, the, the, the big picture. Uh, in the video, Al Dean, who has been awarded Country Music Artist of the Decade by the Academy of Country Music, performs in front of the Maury County Courthouse in Columbia, Tennessee. This is the site of the 1946 Columbia race riot and the 1927 mob lynching of an 18-year-old black teenager named Henry Choke, or Choke, however you say it, who cares? Uh, so there's innuendo there. Now, uh, he's being attacked by all sides, by all sides about that. And all he is doing is bringing up what I talked about earlier, who is causing the crime in America? You know, that's where we need to start to get get, get things fixed, to get the crime rates down. you got to go to the source. That source happens to be black people. Remember, 13% of our population, which is black, causes 56% of our crimes. Here, Jason Aldean is uh, uh, pretty much saying... And I saw that with these riots, too, because, you know, all these places, uh, Black Lives Matter was going to march, and uh, they were threatening uh, rural America. And, you know, uh, I said on the show, come around my area. Uh, I was living at the time uh, in Amish country, and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, the Amish all have uh, firearms. They hunt, so they have firearms. And any rural area, most of your people hunt and have firearms. Now, I'm not saying firearms are just to hunt, because that's not the uh, uh, purpose of the Second Amendment. The purpose of the Second Amendment is to ensure that we ha uh, can bear arms to protect ourselves against a government gone tyrannical. Hmm. That's why they want to take guns. And he mentions this in here. Uh, about he says uh, something about his uh, granddad gave uh, gave him a rifle, and then he he says about the government coming and taking it, uh, and he he says, uh, well I tell you what, uh, I got a treat uh, for you. Uh, I have that song, and instead of the outro that I usually play uh, for the uh, end of the show. I'm going to play this song. So let's get some things here uh, out of the road before I play this. Um, I will be back here on Tuesday, July 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a new show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one and I hope you tune in uh, this coming Tuesday, the 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, look up the show page. On True Social. You can download True Social from the Google Play Store. This is uh, Donald Trump's version of Twitter. And uh, I haven't had any problems uh, with posting things on Twitter. And today I actually posted that song uh, on uh, True Social. Uh, so, I mean, uh, this is how, uh, how much this song hit home. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it's also, uh, I said about watching the video, that's right here on Alt-Right TV. Uh, I put it there uh, today, so you can see the video 
right there on Alt-Right TV. Uh, you don't even have to leave uh, to see the video. Uh, also, I want to remind everyone, and I had mentioned this uh, a few shows back, I was considering doing a live show called Rust Belt Live on Podbean. Uh, you can also download the Podbean app from the Google Play Store, and uh, you set up your uh, like little profile with a uh, an email address. And then when the show airs on Podbean, you can uh, text type messages that come up on the screens. Uh, I can read it. Everybody that's uh, listening to the show can read it. And you can also call in to the show. Uh, if you have something you want to add to the show, you can call in and uh, uh, say your piece. And I had said, you know, uh, Rust Belt Live is only going to take off if I get some followers because uh, too many times I have done this and, you know, everybody's all gung-ho. Uh, yeah, yeah, live show. Yeah, you know, it's getting all kinds of likes on social media. And then nobody listens. Uh, nobody that's uh, swore that they were going to listen. Nobody listens. So this time I'm not going to be fooled and waste my time. Uh, if I get followers, then I'll do the show. If not, uh, the show isn't going to happen. Uh, but to get the link, uh, once you download the Podbean app and set up your uh, little profile on there, uh, I can send you the link to, to find the show. It's called Rust Belt Live, but I can send you the link straight to the show, and all you have to do is tap follow. So if you're interested in that, Email that to the show. Uh, email that you want to uh, get the. Uh, uh, I just said it. Uh, the link. Once you have your pod being done, and I can send you the link to where you can uh, go and tap follow. Uh, now I'm not looking for uh, a ton of uh, followers. Uh, even if I get three or four, I would do the show because. Uh, when I did them before, uh, I actually uh, had callers that would call in or uh, text type in from different countries, uh, people with different uh, that, that weren't like-minded, uh, to say the least, uh, and that it made it interesting. But anyhow, uh, if you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, anything you want to get off of your chest, you can email those. Straight to the Rust Belt Klansman at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple, all lowercase letters. Heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, you can leave a voicemail and you can also text uh, that number. So, uh, if you would be interested in hearing a live show, and also, you know, a lot of people shy away from uh, a live show because they think uh, if they get on there and listen, they're automatically on the air. Uh, you're not. Uh, you don't have to call in. You don't have to send messages in. Uh, you could sit and just listen to it the way you uh, listen to uh, this show, the Rust Belt Klansman show, uh, and nobody can hear you. So, you know, uh, you don't have to tiptoe around being afraid of hearing something uh, you said or something like that on, on the show because you have to call in first, and I have to accept that call. So you're not automatically on the air when you listen to the show, uh, just uh, so you know that. Cause 
some people shy away from that. Uh, you know, they don't want to go to a show where they're automatically on the air and they're put on a spot. I don't do that either. Uh, if you're following and I see that you're watching or listening to the show, I'm not going to call you out and say, hey, uh, call the show or uh, uh, something like that. Uh, you can participate or you don't have to participate. It doesn't matter. But download Podbean and contact the show to get the link uh, to the show. Oh, let's see here. Work two. Uh, mine and Murph's favorite part of the show. How about it, buddy? Uh, we're going to end here in prayer. Well, okay, picture don't want to set still. I turn it one way, it turns the other way. So we'll just get out the old prayer book. I got new glasses. I don't know why I don't just uh, use the book from now on. What I usually do is take a picture of the page, and then I can zoom it in so I can see. But uh, I got new specs, so... I can see a little better. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Oh, Lord, my God, I long for your presence and to be near to the place of your residence. Draw me close to you so I may live in the shadow of your wings and be strengthened by the water that flows from your throne. Restore to me the joy I had when I first learned of your promises of salvation and quickly fulfill those promises. Shine on me, Father. Bless me as only you can in abundance of life, grace, and peace. And fill the whole earth with these things. Establish your people and make them the joy of all nations. Be pleased with the sacrifice of praise and come swiftly to your blessed land. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I kind of want to bring it out there. That said, uh, uh, establish your people. Who were God's people? His chosen people. The white race. A lot of people are mistaken. They think the Israelites... Uh, spoken of in the Bible, were Jews. They absolutely were not. Uh, uh, it was white people. It's been proven. Uh, but I'm not getting into uh, uh, religion uh, here on the show. Every now and then I'll mention something, but uh, uh, not getting into that. Uh, but he establish your people and make them the joy of all nations. Isn't that kind of funny? Make uh, pretty much what that's saying. Make the white race the joy of all nations. That includes these scumbag third world degenerate countries uh, that we help. That we help. And what do we get? Just like the blacks in America. Without us, they wouldn't be around. And what do we get? We get kicked in the teeth. So uh, this is what that means. Uh that all nations are to show joy to the white race. 
plain and simple. Okay, uh, with that, I'm going to, uh, again, I'll be back here Tuesday, June 25th with a new show. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you tune into the next one. Uh, don't forget, if you want the link to the live show, Rust Belt Live, I haven't even done any yet because I have uh, zero followers. Nobody, uh, apparently nobody uh, downloaded it and nobody tapped uh, follow, which, you know, that's cool. Uh, I don't force anyone. Uh, to listen to any shows or participate uh, in any shows. So, uh, you know, if it's not something that the people want, uh, you know, I'm not going to do it, uh, plain and simple. Uh, we have this show uh, every uh, Tuesday and Thursday evening. Uh, we meet here. And I say we meet here because uh, a lot of uh, uh, listeners to the show email into the show, uh, articles, or, uh, you know, just uh, uh, chit-chat. Uh, this show isn't just mine. Uh, this is everyone's. So, uh, you know, we meet here uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. Now, I'm going to end uh, this show without the, uh, it's not going to be the uh, uh, regular outro music. I am going to play this uh, Jason Aldean song, uh, so you can hear it for yourself. And like I said, uh, the video is also right here on uh, Alt-Right TV, so you can check out the video. Uh, I think watching the video to the song uh, brings it closer to home. Uh, but here you can, uh, I'm going to play this, and... Uh, if you so wish, you can check out. The, it's on uh, YouTube, too, but it's right here on uh, Alt-Right TV. Uh, I put that there today. Uh, now, I'm going to conclude the show, as I always do, but remember, uh, it's going to be Jason Aldean. Try that in a small town. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store you think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care My granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city Good luck, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road 
farmers are dropping their own crops for the day, a friend is in need and they've come to help. It's what this community and a lot of our communities stand for. Somebody needs some help, you'll get it. Mm, tiny, tiny, small tail.